pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left. My name is Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. This is Video Game Radio at its finest. How's it going, Steve? Or at least its oldest. It's going fine. You made history today, didn't you? Uh, I know, so you observed history. (laughs) But the act of observing is sort of taking part, isn't it? I made history by being the first, (laughs) as far as we know, the first video game radio presenter to go and see the Tour de France. Brilliant. How was it? Well, I mean, it was standing for a reasonable length of time in the rain to see bicycles whiz past very right. fast for less than a minute. Wow, was uh, was Jack from the bike show there? He must have been apoplectic, mustn't he? You'd think, glee. you know what, you'd think he would have been there, but I didn't see him. Oh. I'm not saying he wasn't there. Maybe okay. he was he, in it. He might have been there, but I didn't see him. It'd be slightly embarrassing for him if he wasn't, wouldn't it? The it host of be. the bike show not leading the Tour de France. <laughs> Which, which, you know, as far as we know, for your definitive Tour de France news on Resonance <laughs> FM, That's you've us. got to listen, listen to One Life Left, which, well, is, which is poor because we're a video game yeah. radio show. Which means we'll be talking about video games today. Um, it's not unusual. Well, we, do, okay. we do tend to touch upon them. I'll have to give it some thought. Uh, and we'll be having video game music, which is sort of chiptune things taken from chipmusic.org. We will be playing... Uh, a couple of video game features. We'll have reviews. We'll have letters. You know, letters. letters. Do we have any yeah. letters? We do have letters. Yeah, good crop. Some. Yeah. Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some. Of course, it's not just us in the studio today, though, is it? Thank goodness. Oh no! Look, it's Ian Simons from Game City. Hello, Ian. Hello, Simon. What's your job title? Uh, I am the Festival director. I'm the director of Game City. Yeah. Excellent. Um, as our listeners will know, that's our favourite, favourite video game festival. We make no secret of this. No. We don't, unless we're talking to directors of other film exactly. festivals. <laughs> there, are, there are no other video game oh, festivals. No then, then we make no secret. Thank you so much for coming down. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to be I here. Can't believe, so I, having... I can't believe you've not been in the studio before. Neither can I. I, I, I wanted to hint at it. It's been nearly nine years <laughs> since really the festival has. started. No, I just, I thought, I thought. I thought we were friends. I no. thought, yeah. How long no, have we been we, going for? We usually come to you. That's that's it. true. We just I usually come to you. 
you just although had you, to although say you, I would have been a light layer? Although you pay, you pay our travel, don't you? Did we pay yours? <laughs> no, I, 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 you won't even spot the invoice. Um. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, you're going to tell us all about this year's festival. Mm, absolutely. Looking forward to it. We'll make some executive decisions as well. Shall we, about what we're going to do? Really, will we? Shall we? Today? Let's, yeah. say, let's, let's say yes. Do it. Let's, let's say do yes. It. Okay. Uh, but we'll start the show as we always do with Anne's News. on Monday the 7th of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Esports organisation IESF has come under fire for organising male and female only tournaments. The International Esports Federation explained that it was having separate tournaments for men and women in a number of esports including Hearthstone, Starcraft 2 and Dota 2 because it wanted to promote female players and it wanted to get esports recognised as a true proper sport. The organisation has since backtracked and has now opened up the male only tournaments to be open to all and still has female only tournaments. Fingers crossed this won't prevent Dota players competing in the Olympics in the future. Now, did we fix this? Yeah. How? How did we fix this? Anne. Uh, So we uh, decided last week that we were going to be Philippa War's agent. I mean, we didn't decide on the show. That would be, I mean, that would be kind of amateurish. This had been negotiations which had been going on for several, well, I mean. I mean, it was. Years, uh, maybe. How long has esports been around for? Feels like only a couple And how of long years. how long has Philippa War been around for? It'd be rude to speculate, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. So basically for, for twenty one years we're for twenty one years we've been years. negotiating yeah. this and last week we uh, we finally dotted the I's and crossed the T's. <laughs> or you could say doted the I's. Hey, <laughs> hey. hey. Esports hey. joke. Yeah. That's good. <sighs> so this news um so and, and when we had done that Sorry. Sorry. No. No, this we, is a story. You know, when we'd done that, obviously, suddenly we gained a business interest yeah. in Philippa War right, and her affairs. <laughs> okay. And if if a uh, company decides that they are going to stop her competing because of her gender, nothing more than her gender, then it's up to us as her agents to step in. So what did we do? Uh, we, we, said, we just sort of went on Twitter a bit and we're like, whoa. What? Did whoa. we even do that? I mean, did we even do that? Oh, we definitely spoke to Pip about it. Yeah, we definitely mentioned it on Twitter. But we didn't do we didn't do that to the esports people. Well, presumably they're following us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have to subtweeting them. We're big names mm. in esports now. And Simon. pretty soon something happened, didn't it? Yeah, they reversed their decision. Is decided... this a recap on the news story that's just happened? Yeah. But but with emphasising our... our involvement. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> they reversed it because of uh, pressure from the uh, games press. So the um... ink. One Life Left Twitter at One Life Left. Their argument was uh, this is how actual sports operate, wasn't it? Yeah. And they they were trying to get involved with uh, sports accreditation or something into proper sports. um, I think one of their arguments was that the the Olympics segregate. Yeah. And unless we segregate, we can't be in the Olympics. No, (laughs) one of theirs was chess is men and women. And then someone said, "Mm, it's kind of not. Can girls play Hearthstone? Out of interest. Are they any good at it? I mean, I've never tried. Right, so no. <laughs> so in this room, no girls... It's not that they can't. Zero percent. Zero percent of girls do play Hearthstone. And okay. maybe that's because we feel um, oppressed. Well, why don't you enter now, then? You, you, if you learn how to play, you could walk this if no girls Why play. don't you enter? I, okay, where do I have to... Do I have to... Let's do it by the end of the show. Okay, I'll enter. 
film star and mess Lindsay Lohan is suing Rockstar over some very unfetched alleged use of her likeness in Grand Theft Auto 5. Lohan threatened to sue over the character of Lacey Jonas in December but has just got around to filing the suit. Lindsay is mad because Lacey Jonas is a diva who needs to be escorted around Vinewood while avoiding paparazzi and complaining about looking fat, fat which she thinks is exactly like her. You better watch yourself, Rockstar, or you'll end up getting yourself in the burn book. Mean Girls reference. Yeah. Job. I didn't think this character was much like Lindsay Lohan. I haven't, so I haven't played it. Mm. That's that's their, uh, that's what they're going to um, admit as their defence, is it? Yeah, me, Steven. Well, Steven, well, I don't think so. I, I, I are you think, a fan of hers, aren't you? I don't think there are many more people, uh, many people in the video gaming industry who could stand up and say, I'm I'm familiar with all of Lindsay Lohan's works. Uh, and Actually, you are in quite a unique position yeah, yeah, with this. Yeah, and uh, I, I played this game and I didn't think this was particularly similar to Lindsay Lohan. So, what did this character do that, um, that Lindsay Lohan may do in real life? Anything? Well, I believe the character stays at Rockstar's version of the Chateau Marmont. I've been there, so maybe mm. I could sue them. I've oh. been there as well. Yep. Oh, wait, I haven't Not been together. there. Have we been there together? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> and it is that is where I believe Rockstar stay at E3 it is, yeah. times, isn't it? Okay, so what does this character do that Lindsay Lohan would not do? Uh, Anne, anything in the news report that stands out to you? Well, she uh, what they said. So the Eurogamer report okay. uh, said that what she sucks her fries and then, but then doesn't eat them and spits them out. Okay, which. I, I just feel really awful for Lindsay that she's seen this character and identified... Like, this character is, is a bit is a bit of, like... It's not a very good character. It's not a nice Has Lindsay... Kind of Lindsay, um, is she often going on about her weight? I don't think she is. I don't is. think she is. That's it. She's not really like, oh, I'm really... Oh, I'm really fat. She's just like... Well, I'm a bit Are you allowed to call her a mess? Yeah, we're all a bit of a mess, though, aren't we, Simon? Yeah, Simon. Like, well, I might <laughs> sue you. <laughs> <laughs> Advertising Standards Agency has banned an advert for Dungeon Keeper that it ruled had misled customers. The ad for the free-to-play mobile game said, Get Dungeon Keeper on mobile for free. Dig, devise, dominate, build the most badass dungeon ever, blah, blah, blah. What are you waiting for, Keeper? Get it for free. A complaint was made that the game was severely limited unless in-app purchases were made. EA has previously admitted to misjudging the in-game economy. The ASA explained we consequently considered it likely that many players would regard the gameplay experience as unexpectedly curtailed as a result. would need to spend gems in order to achieve the form of gameplay anticipated. Schadenfreude story, this isn't it? Because everyone, everyone hated this uh, revamp of Dungeon Keeper because, you know, they had to pay money to play it, and that's uh, that's not the way these days. It was a game journalist that made the complaint as well. Was it really? Which one? Okay. Chris Schilling. Oh. oh, yeah. So you know, oh, doing it, some investigative journalism by making the news. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, and being in being, being the news. Yeah. be mm. the news, so you can write about it. With uh, authority. Yeah. Interesting. Is that ethical, Anne, would you say, as a journalist? Yeah. What yeah. Sort of, <laughs> yeah, definitely. What sort of no advert ethical. was this? Was it a TV advert? Or I don't a, know. I pay very little attention to it. Or a clickbait advert? Yeah. It was. Everybody's, It'd be an internet-y one, wouldn't it? Yeah, but everyone has to tidy their... Um, Tidy things up anyway, don't they? Because of the Ofcom report and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've noticed now uh, when I'm... Uh, in the app store that it does say under it when you go to buy it it does say free and then it says in-app purchases under it so so it's working it is working and I then go whoa <laughs> no, I'm not having that. I'm not having that one right. um, yeah so there are I mean there were changes that had to be made because of that and I I, th- I think it was just that the um, the advert 
misled people as to how far they would be able to get in the game and, ha- and what they would be able to do in the game without, uh, without actually spending any money. Did you see that uh, Pro Evolution Soccer's got microtransactions this I year? I did not. They announced that today. I, I wish I'd made the joke on Twitter which, where I said, well, because every year Pro Evolu- the, the makers of Pro Evolution Soccer come out with a list of apologies for the previous version. They genuinely do. <laughs> like their adverts say, oh, new and imp- improved multiplayer, more licensed teams, fix this, that and the other. And uh, they've come out this year and said, last year's version wasn't very good it's what they've come out and said oh. no they didn't say that before before you bought it um and now uh, they've got microtransactions which um you don't have to uh you don't have to um buy you don't have to use uh, it's just there to save you time it's just there to save you time oh, if you that's good that's I'm, nice a be- I'm a busy person <laughs> exactly barely got time to play video exactly games. i see what i say yeah save your time and don't buy it in the first place <laughs> Guess who's just come out of retirement? That's right, our favourite developer rock star, Cliffy B. The former Gears of War lead designer has announced his new studio, Boss Key Productions. Blazinski left Epic in 2012. There's very little information on the new website, so for now we'll just assume that they're working on a game exploring what you can get up to in the two years between leaving your old job and setting up your own studio. Probably a lot of walking around in your pants and drinking coffee. Oh, I'm glad Cliffy B's back. It's a really satisfying name to say, isn't it? it? Is. Cliffy B. Cliffy don't, B. But don't go for his surname. It's really tough. Really? Yeah. Brzezinski. Hmm? Has he ever been at Game City, Ian? No, he almost came last year, but he was working on this um, this unannounced and now unleashed uh, thing. So, no, no, he, he, came, he came relatively close to him. So he could have chosen to come? He could have. He could have his, opted. His loss? He could have opted in, yeah. He'd be oh. kicking himself now. Won't have him now. Well, he, uh, so he won't be coming this year? <laughs> Certainly not. not. Or next year? He turned us down, that's it. Wow. He's, de- he's dead to us. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Maybe you heard Bithel was announcing yeah. last year, and he's like, oh. Mikey B. Mikey B. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... To be honest, with you, I didn't even notice that he'd gone away. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's a bit he's quite vocal, isn't he? And he's all, he's just around. Does this mean his um, his tips on how to date PR girls will be back? I don't know what was you're that. That about was Cliffy B, wasn't it? Was that Cliffy B. <laughs> he, d- he put a blog post up about how Are to date. Are you doing slander? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's find out. Somebody did. Somebody, I'm sure it was Cliffy B. Did a blog post on how to date PR, which he then had to apologise quite rightly for. Mm-hmm. Whether, it, whether if this was him or not, which we'll clarify during the next song. <laughs> and finally, good old Fox News. In a broadcast about immigration, Fox News used a logo saying defending the homeland, and it looked remarkably similar to the Bioshock Infinite logo. So much so that Sweet Ken Levine tweeted to say how ironic it was. As this is radio, we can't show you how similar the, lo- the logos looked, but let's all agree that they looked very similar, so we can all berate Fox News accordingly. How have you just altered Resonance's shirt search history, Steve? <laughs> what have you just typed in? <laughs> Cliffy B PR girls, top hit. Cliffy B gives dating advice right. on Neogas. <laughs> so the, uh, confirmed by the internet, no, unslander. Fact. Good, fact. Yeah, he ran through a list of how to... I, t- haven't, I haven't clicked through yet, so... <laughs> Do it, and then Resonance will be served with a different type of advert next time they check their <laughs> Gmail. <laughs> like, yeah, I think the post you'll find on the internet now is uh, slightly revised from the original one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and you had some news. <laughs> was that what Cliffy B was going to do last year? Then was he going to um, offer a masterclass on how to date PR girls? Yeah, yeah. Yes. The, the uh, council stepped in. They were <laughs> Uh, so what was that about? And this is the last one. Oh, oh something Fox being News. similar to uh, Bioshock. Yeah, because yeah, Fox News had form. Haven't they? Did, who did the armor footage? No, that was ITN, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Can't trust anybody these days, can you? No. Can't trust Cliffy B. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anne. <laughs> One life left video game news with Anne Scamford Barry Barry Barry. Ah!
Listening to the smooth sounds of One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Chip Tune Music. It's Puzzles by YP Mid. What do you think, Simon? It's alright, yeah. Yeah, thanks. I wasn't really listening to it, I'll be honest with you. I was looking at uh, things that Cliffy B said. Doing some <laughs> research. There's a difference between anything and anyone, Steve. Remember that. Mm. Okay. This is One Life Left. We're a video game radio show. We do our research after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend good. that as a process. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, it's, it's, it's good got us through. Yeah, we got away with it, I think, seasons, didn't we? Hasn't it? So yeah. here we are. Here we are. So uh, video game features coming up later. Some music, more music like this. Reviews as well. But I suppose we should crack on with the meat of the show. And we? and uh, finding out how to enter a Hearthstone tournament. Yeah. Yep. Excuse me if I am uh, momentarily away from the mic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to play Hearthstone? I've ne- I don't even know what it is. It's going to be great. <laughs> if you get accepted, are you actually going to go through with this? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Look, see, making things happen as we as we, as we think of it. Yeah, if you want to join in with this live radio, uh, email in. Team at OneLifeLeft.com. Ian, are you going to have Hearthstone at Game City this year? Probably. Yes? Yes. Is that an exclusive? Uh, yes. Good news. Yeah, I'm very excited. Can, Can I enter? Yes. <laughs> we insist. We're only doing it if you've entered. Yes. <laughs> so tell us about Game City for those who've... Uh, joined the show this evening so, <laughs> a little welcome a little bewildered so uh, so game city is a video game festival it's free it takes place all across nottingham uh from october the 25th november the 1st and we try and do the things that other game festivals don't um so that's things like gigs and getting developers to cook food and uh and, and do things in different sites so we're trying to do something that's the opposite of like a bunch of computers in a room how long has it been going for we we're trying to work this out earlier this we? will be the ninth okay year. big year uh, next year I think indeed, yeah. yeah. And I think I think you've been at every one so far. I think, more or less. Let's say let's say we have. We think it feels like you have. So it'd be fair to say that it literally wouldn't be the same without us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. With the game city without us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh so it's 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 grown quite rapidly. I think the first year we we came, was that in the cinema? Uh Broadway yeah, you cinema? did yeah, I think you did a was it show. a live show? I think, show, I think yeah. you recorded a show from from the cafe in the cinema, and yeah. then a couple of years ago you did a thing in a bed in an Indian restaurant. Uh, so it started off nothing to do did. with Game City, though. No, no. Uh, it's just like it's just Friday. <laughs> so it started off as um, a way of celebrating games in a different uh, manner, but it's involved in 
completely different ways, isn't it? Yeah, well, we were really surprised at how much the city and the university kind of got behind it. So so it started off being like largely based around the Broadway and a few, like we did a thing with Richard Jakes, did this Sega concert in the first year in, in a church, which is which was one of the sort of defining signature things that happens. So he did this retrospective solo piano thing of Sega stuff for an hour, which was which was mental but brilliant and, and really sort of set the kind of template for a lot of the other stuff that we did. Uh, and then we found we could work with lots of other bits of the city, um, so caves and churches and toilets and restaurants <laughs> and like any, anywhere we could kind of do stuff we tried to do. So we, we were like really quickly increase the footprint of the thing over the whole city. Um, Did it take much conv- convincing for the for the council to... Do you know what the, the big tipping over was in Game City 3? We did a world record attempt for the world's largest gathering of zombies. Yeah. A, a successful world record attempt. Um, so I think you were there. And called I was there. Yeah. 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 Jonathan Smith yeah. next to us yeah, dressed yeah, yeah. as a zombie. And, and I think Martin was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah. So that, that was successful. We did was he dressed as a zombie? top hat on smoking where he shouldn't be smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, because I think we did in the evening, um, like the bars, everyone was just full of zombies. So, right. so from that, so which which in a weird because we're very bad at knowing who came. We're not very good at like you know the the, the, the kind of user questionnaires and all that sort of thing. But it was self evident that night because everyone who'd come to the festival okay. was, was drinking. So that proved the uh, economic benefit to the evening economy of the city and made all subsequent years much easier. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's evolved from there into a taking over the square and all that sort of stuff. But can you tell us about what you're going to be doing this year? Yeah. yeah. So um, so we take over the square. We take over lots of other places around it. Um, and there's kind of two big things that we're doing this year. We so a couple of years ago we started thinking with the Game City Prize. Yes. Um, so the idea of that was to do a video game prize um, that was judged by like interesting people who aren't gamers and just get people to kind of argue about stuff. So it would be kind of film directors or musicians or, or architects. We've got a bit of amazing jury this year doing that. Um, so they have an argument and they arbitrarily pick the best game by criteria that they just happen to work out in the room. That Excellent. They for so that's loads of fun. Um, and this year we've got so Darren Aronofsky, the film director, doing it. Fantastic. Peter Gabriel's doing it. Right. Gemma Jack. It's like, it's like every year the jury's just got more and more sort of nuts. And did they how was it difficult to get those guys involved? I mean Peter Gabriel was he did a load of multimedia stuff when yeah, he did. back in the day. He's a CD ROM guy. We tried to do a retrospective last year of his uh, what is it called Explorer? Right, yes. And you click on Peter's face and right. like sledgehammer happens yeah. or something like that. Um but we didn't do that in the end. Okay. He, was, he was touring. Um but yeah, so he's he got to be very polite and very very persistent mostly is the main thing. Um because we've been chasing him and, and Darren for a couple of years. Right. Uh how much do they do they know about I mean actually or, and also, does that matter? As little as possible. Okay. And there's a few times, like Charlie Higson did it for the last couple of years. He's been the most gamery yeah. person that we've ever had. And um, which is, he's brilliant, but he's he's quite opinionated about the nominations, which uh-huh. is sort of sort of less helpful, really, in terms. Like he's brilliant, but he he comes with he comes with his opinions about uh, right. Because sort of like, what you don't want is to go up get like some banal. Uh, like best shooter just best shooter no, game no, and yeah. stuff like that so this is all games put into the this pot this is all this games is, yeah. this is absolutely this would be Angry Birds versus you know COD uh, so you, disregard and the, the, the previous winners are Minecraft uh, is that right? Minecraft correct and then Journey, Journey incorrect which wasn't the best game yeah game, that was it came down to I think it was Journey and Fez that right. Even though I don't bit, like Fez, and that's better than Journey. Yeah, uh, and then <laughs> I like year, both of team. those games. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't played Fez properly. I, I finished Journey. I paid for Journey. I'd. Uh, Anyway, so let's not get... So you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so last yeah. year, and we're Space Team. Uh, one last right. Year. Yeah, the idea is you just have, like, the weirdest, best dinner party you could have, but they're all talking about games being playing over the summer. So they get all summer to play the stuff. It's mm-hmm. not, like, the weekend, you know. Um, and a lot of it's about 
uh, how because likely it's the first time that they've had games in their homes. So there's a lot of like, just, well, how do you plug this in and why is this PlayStation? I've been here four hours now and there's still this thing going across the screen. When can I play the game? Well, we have to do a few home visits quite often just okay. to get people like started. Yeah, um, but it's good. So we're doing that again. That's going to be good. Uh, and we do. We, we always have a problem trying to end the festival because everybody's always hung over and tired by the Saturday. Um, so we tried out with a prize a few years. We tried, we tried a few different things. So you're trying to design the whole week and. Um, I've got an idea. Um, this year, we ended up talking to the local studies library people. We did this research thing for this text adventure project we're doing, uh, and they told us about this um, this tradition that used to happen uh, in Nottingham in like the th- I think it's 1200s, 1300s. Of the sheriff used to throw down a challenge for the for the pet for the serfs. It's a true thing. Um, so it's like a mental or or, or or a kind of physical challenge, and and the winner of this challenge, different thing every year, would get like a plot of land. Right. right. So this, this, is, this is so this is possibly the beginning of the, how allotments began to like be a right. thing. Um, but this ended with the peasants' revolt uh, because they didn't go to land anymore because serfs you know, could own their own land. So this like, this sheriff's gauntlet, this idea of this challenge that was thrown down to the city, so we're then looking to revive. So at three p.m. on November the first on the Saturday, we want everybody, like everybody. <laughs> to meet in the market square where the sheriff will lower her gauntlet. So we're working with the sheriff's office to do this um, down and design a game that everybody can play for a couple of hours. And can we win land? You can win a gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe land. We're trying to get... Maybe you should win land. We should just, get it's just land. a small part of... A bit of an allotment. We yeah. could get one allotment. Yeah. And give away. How much would you need... How much land would you need to win to feel like... Oh, anything. It was worth anything. It's permanently just like, yeah, like, yeah. Do you need it to be arable land or would tarmac be all right? Uh, Tom, I could be fine by us as long as it's ours. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be land, doesn't it? Really, I think so. it'd be fun. It'd yeah. be fun if you. We'll get some land. Okay, you can have <laughs> a bit of my garden. <laughs> if you wow, so that's uh, it's exciting. It is exciting. Ancient tradition reborn. Wow. Yeah. Kind of. So, who sets this? Will you? Will, will the sheriff? The gauntlet. Yeah. Well, the sh- the sheriff is um, compliant. Okay. Excited. You can tell she's excited. She's you know. Is, 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 is extending her duty, so she's she's fine. So we, we, we're probably going to work with guest developers or kind of game designers every year to do this. Okay, I work in my local schools, um, so we'll be kind of creating stories about the kind of old sheriff's corners that used to happen because there's not a lot of public record about this. Um, yeah, so I, I think we're hoping this will be a kind of signature event that every year this uh, sheriff's corner will be run, and we, and we should get different people to design Fantastic. a different game for everybody. What do you think it is about Nottingham then that has uh, enabled the festival to flourish in ways that we've not seen in any other part of the UK? Um, Nottingham, like the city centre of Nottingham, is it's quite interesting. It's not really kind of very gridded. It hasn't really donuted out, so you haven't you haven't got to do a huge amount in the city centre to make it really kind of animate and come to life. We're quite lucky about that. Um, the university, Nottingham Trent University, and the city have been really, really supportive um, of this, considering it was. Weird, you know, and, 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 and like, and could have been rubbish, you know, like properly rubbish and damaging. Um, but they, uh, <laughs> it's got sort of overrigging it slightly, could have been average. Um, uh, ruin Nottingham, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so they, they've been in, like incredibly supportive of the whole thing. And, and I think the, the kind of like, the businesses and particularly the kind of bars and restaurants and other just venues around the city, we spend most really of our helpful. time in the walkabout up there, don't they? They must be pleased, yeah. <laughs> the <walk-about>. yeah. <laughs> Um, and so what other things can we expect this year? 
so the off-the-map competition, I think, is coming back. So a bunch of students doing Gothic literature um, maps this year based on stuff out of the British Library. So that's going to be good. Um, developers, got lots of developers coming. Oh, Phil Fish is coming back. Phil Fish? Yes! I think that's an exclusive, actually. The wonderful Phil Fish is coming back. Excellent. So what's he going to be doing? Uh, he is coming over with Panorama Court Fernando's uh, game, which they showed a really early version of a couple of years ago, I think. Quite late. Mm. So did you see that? I think so, I yeah. think it was like after everyone had left, they were just trying it out on the screen in the square. But that was... Was he standing up then or was he horizontal? It was... <laughs> really pushed him over. He was... I think he was... I think he was horizontal because he was upset about the stuff that the woman from the FT said about Fez, I think. Mm. <laughs> There's a bit of consoling to be done. That's, that's a game I mean, the way we console people is... <laughs> <laughs> Basically, by pushing them over. <laughs> yeah. That was the year with the trampolines, wasn't it? I remember that. It's that old really hard to push someone over while they're thr- flying through. But we yeah. did it. Yeah. We did it. Dangerous things. Yep. Excellent. And uh, we should work out what we're going to be yeah, doing. What are you going to do this year? Mm. So you, we, I mean, you have been responsible for some of our best adventures, I think. That's very generous. Uh, no, yeah, no, but it's no, true. absolutely true. I mean, the, the karaoke continues good. to flourish. Our yeah. worst, one of Simon's worst <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Terrible idea, and so, yet. We're still We're doing, still doing it because it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, I know that they booked the Friday night. And we've sort of got that earmarked in for you at the moment. The Friday, mm. So that would be the, the, the Halloween. Definitely. Halloween. Halloween. Excellent. Ooh. Fancy dress. You up for that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if that's all right. Is it, is it on a Thursday, that Friday night? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are, we are, our branding means we can only do events on Thursdays. Unless now, it's so. the 23rd Wednesday. Because oh. that's a special rule. That would be the 23rd day or it's Halloween. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The th- so yeah the uh so we did that the stand-up uh will live with us forever that was amazing yeah sort of (laughs) that was good that was good so um yeah we're 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 uh, we're we're very fortunate we'll have to think of a of a project because we haven't really done a new one you named the beer thing as well we did name the beer did name the beer we we were gonna break a record until thankfully uh, (laughs) thankfully the record was broken in such a way it couldn't be unbroken a few days before maybe we could throw this out to the listeners Mm. if you've got any ideas special requests for fun things we could do at this year's game city on friday night on friday night well if well or in as well in addition to um Email team at one life left. I mean, we we've had a couple of ideas. We we talked about doing something with cinema screens because mm. we we know that you know we've had some good times at the Broadway cinema. And we've never done um, anything involving a big screen. No, so that might be fun. I don't what, know. What wasn't that your means. idea of bullying Simon Parker? That was another on one. A... We talked about the one life left stress test <laughs> where oh, we get yeah, where yeah. we get Parco to review things as we throw things at him, <laughs> or just taunt him, or taunt him, or read out the comments on his articles. Yeah. He's quite tough, Simon, isn't he? No, he. Well, that's he what we'll cry. see. You yeah. know, but it takes a while. It takes a while to break. Uh, I imagine. Well, well, you know, you can speculate, but yeah, we could just where, find out. We know where his buttons are. <laughs> <laughs> so, how can our listeners get involved, Ian? So they should book their accommodation now, right? So the festival yeah, runs yeah, yeah, from they the should, uh, from the twenty fifth of October to the first of November. GameCity.org. They can find out about it. If they want to do something at the festival, and we urge everyone to do something at the festival, it doesn't have to be a game. And if it is a game, it doesn't have to be a finished game. Like people seeing half finishing the talking to the public is a really really good thing to do it might be a gig it might be a jumper that you've knitted it might be something you want to bake it might be something you want to fight uh, it doesn't matter what it is fight left <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's all we're, like, we're up for most things that aren't hate crimes um, so if you go to the site go to open uh, game city which is your link to the site and just tell us what you want to do and as, as long as it's basically not a hate crime <laughs> our starting position is yes we'd love to see you in October exactly because we're doing one hate crime left <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. 
A footballer for the Mushroom Kingdom has been banned for nine matches after biting his opponent. The footballer, Luigi Suasnes, was unaware that the offence was actually illegal. He thought that biting was okay, considering that other teams used red shells, bob-ombs and chain chomps during matches without being punished. We spoke to Luigi after the verdict and he said this, It's a fair cop, but society's to blame. Also, I got confused when our manager said we couldn't have sex before the match. I thought he said no snacks before the match. So when I saw that player's long tagliatelle like hair, I saw bread, uh, I mean red. I'm just gutted for the lads, and it remains to be seen how this will affect the Mushroom Cup, but it'll probably be Mario who wins it now. He always wins these events. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Life left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is called Slow Deaths by 8-Bit Kid. It's from chipmusic.org. You excited, Simon? Very excited. I've got Anne's phone. <laughs> <laughs> Which you have promised me you're not going to do anything with. No, I'm not. I'm going to read a letter out from it. Oh. Good. Is that why you've got it? Yeah, because it's a letter section. All right, then. Anne, what is that? <laughs> Shut down that bit of the phone, Simon. Stop the press, says Ben Hall. Not nine hours after I sent the email complaining about Simon Parko Parkin failing to have sent out a newsletter for May or June, does Simon Parko Parkin send out send a newsletter out? This is true. Ben wrote to us this morning complaining <laughs> that Simon Parkin hadn't sent a newsletter out. Simon, pa- is it, Simon Parkin got access to our emails. Wait, is that what the press does now? They just Maybe, exactly. Yeah. He's hacked our emails. Ben goes on. However, this raises more questions than it answers. Considering that you haven't read the letter out. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I should read this before making jokes. Uh, considering that you haven't read the letter out yet, how did Simon Parko Parkin know that you were going to read it out? Has his dealings with the New Yorker got him in contact with the NSA, and therefore has he read all of my emails? If so, can he please accept my apologies for the slash fic I wrote about him and Keith Stewart, which was entitled "No, no Shoes, No Surface." <laughs> <laughs> She's no service. Cheerio, Ben. Uh, let's hope he hasn't seen that, Ben, but uh, do keep sending it in. Oh, goodness. G'day, Team OLL. That's my Australian accent, which gets dropped now. 
Thank you so much for reading out my email on last week's show. We'd love the chance to talk to you more about Ninja Pizza Girl over Skype. Oh, okay. So this is Cameron Davis, who sent us a build of the game. Anne, have you played that yet? No, I haven't yet, actually. But I'm going to. Okay. Not now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Still trying to join a Hearthstone tournament oh, so, so, right so, now. Yeah, don't yeah. try and do two things at once. No, goodness sake. Uh, the most talkative of the team would definitely be the game's programmer, Jason Stark. I'm sure we'd love the opportunity to get up at 5am to talk on air about how One Life Left could make us all famous. Alternatively, Nicole Stark can tell you all about what it's like doing the art. An animation behind the internet's next big 7 out of 10 sensation, Ninja Pizza Girl. This guy, he's got his branding down. He does, doesn't he? This is good. Uh, They're both super nice people who have worked really hard on the game for a long time now. I've just realised Cameron Davis could be a girl. What? This changes everything said this guy and I think that that says a lot about me and the sexism of it does, video yeah. games hashtag yeah. one reason why hashtag not all men not all Camerons <laughs> anyway ask Cameron to send a picture in so we can be <laughs> sure uh, anyway at any rate I do hope Anne enjoyed playing the game will enjoy playing the game and we look- you're saving it aren't you for when yeah. you can give it some adequate attention yeah. and we look forward to hearing what you Anne, Anne. thinks about it Cool, well, we should try and get someone on. Did we work out how to get Skypes on? As always, a dedicated FOTS FOTS Cameron. Doesn't, it's going to be big, isn't it, that game? Doesn't say his ASL at the bottom, so we're... <laughs> In future, if you want to write to us, uh, <laughs> listeners, could you put down your ASL as well <laughs> to avoid any... <laughs> Send Just a picture, a picture. Of, you <laughs> of you if you're a man. You really don't have to do that. It's probably best if you stay anonymous because... Do you think oh, so? Yeah, you don't want to get too involved in this. I don't think so. Ralph Crowley, she writes... <laughs> Hi, Anne. This is a test of your emails and a spam of our Kickstarter. Uh, Ralph very cleverly took advantage of our request for correspondence, and I'm going to repay her by reading out the URL for their Kickstarter. It's http colon forward slash forward slash kck.st slash one lowercase k upcase f lowercase rv upcase fc. Uh, thanks, a good day to you, she says, Ralph. So there you go, Ralph, I read it out for you. <laughs> Dear Anne, because you are the best one. Uh, the recent hot weather has left me in quite a tiz. Firstly, because it makes me want to hump the world. Pardon? What? Uh, okay. But secondly, because it's disturbed my sleep. Hot and sweaty between the sheets would only be good if it were due to the former, but the scorching, uh, the soaring temperatures and the chlorine over-thickness of my duvet has meant I've been sleeping much more lightly and therefore... This is erotic. It's arousing. dreaming more. Hello. I've been having a recurring dream. Where I'm in a large lagoon-like area with, a wooden, with wooden platforms on bamboo stilts. I'm filled with an anxiety which can only be sated by swinging up to these platforms. I'm thinking I'm expecting some reward to be up there, but unlike games, and more like life, the effort leads ultimately to disappointment and an empty feeling. Do you dream of computer games? Thanks, Brian. Not like that. A moment of silence, shouldn't we? Mm. We should bring Anne Fiction back, shouldn't we? We really should. Anne Fiction was excellent. Do you want to do that next week? Yeah. All right. No, we're not here next week. Oh, we're not, week. Here, next we're not week. here next week. Week after. No, do it next week, uh, just for us. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh... An hour yeah. Anne Fiction. Ian. Yeah, Robert Wells yes. writes, Hello. Spoon. Hello there, Steve, Simon, Anne, and Ian. It's nice. Uh, this week, I have mostly been taking my gaming in a relaxed, low-key, pervasive fashion. I've watched too much of the Twitch stream, Journey to the Minecraft World Edge, where someone has built a track from one edge of the world to the other and sent a minecart along it. It's strangely relaxing. I've been running for six and a half days with about another ten to go. <laughs> 
Also, I've been playing Mountain, the mountain simulator. Your procedurally generated mountain goes through the day-night cycles, weather systems, and existential crises. It's got an amazing control system, keyboard, nothing, mouse, nothing. Watching my little mountain drift through space is better than any potted plant at my boring day job. Hmm. What are your most relaxing games? Jolly good, Robert. Simon, have you played Mountain? No, you don't play it. You just look at it. You would hate it. I, I think. I think. Well, I. I, th- I find the idea of it funny. I yeah. mean, it seems more inventive than the. Um, is it just called Mountain? Is it called Mountain Simulator? Uh, mountain, the Mountain Simulator. I don't know if that's okay. the official title or just. Because the, these simulators are getting a bit out of hand, mm, aren't they? Yeah. But Mountain does sound like a nice, nice idea. Someone should do a radio show simulator. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. What are your most you? relaxing games? Uh, not what relaxes you. Okay. What are your, I mean, let's. Sure. Okay. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Video games radio show. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, I think that Chime, the game that I made, is genuinely, oh. seriously, I think genuinely one of the most relaxing video games. Steve Curran, oh. in Steve Curran's <laughs> own game, is the most relaxing yeah. game. Oh, right. Okay. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Shocker. Next week, what's your favourite uh, putting <laughs> shapes into another shapes game? <laughs> it's set to music, yeah? <laughs> Good, well, I find up down left right really relaxing. <laughs> I find uh, the game Going Around, where you play um, a, a wily news the presenter. phone in the toilet, that's the least re- relaxing. I find it very relaxing just living my life. Here, uh. Spheres of Chaos. Yeah, the abstract asteroids by Ian McLeod. It's like Timothy Leary made his own version of asteroids. It's okay. it's, it's powerful. Right. Mm. Good. I'll have to look that out. What format's that on? Uh, PC. Okay. Good. Thank you for your letters, everybody. Um, we're not here next week, so you've got loads of time to uh, write to so us. So much time. At team at onelifeleft.com. But now, Super Roger World. Hello, Super Roger fans. I'm afraid I haven't had time to record a new chapter of Super Roger World this week, as I'm caught up in legal wranglings with Notch over my appearance in Minecraft. He just doesn't acknowledge that my yellow character with sunglasses is an integral part of the plot. Anyway, I thought it would be a nice idea if I took you behind the scenes of my latest project, so sit back and relax as we go into the studio for Destiny. Okay, we're good to go. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Shall I just, um, I'll just give you ten then, shall I? We'll see, we'll take it from there. What? Okay, got it, right. <clears throat> that wizard came from the moon. That wizard came from the moon. <clears throat> that wizard came from the moon. That wizard came from the moon. That wizard came from the moon. That wi- What? Well, you can get Dinklage if you like, but I can guarantee he won't be better than me. Okay. That wizard came from the moon. That wizard came from the moon. That wizard came from the moon. That wizard came from the moon.
seem very eager to say something, Simon. You gestured to me to get back on air. No, I said to you, say that funny story on air. <laughs> that one. Which I, which I doubt you'll do. I definitely won't. What was it about? Well, it's nothing to do with video games, okay. is it? We are a dedicated video game dedicated. radio show. That was Ark of Dream by Descent. Yeah, thanks, Aww. Ark of Dream. Mm. No, thanks, Descent. <laughs> or whoever. That's good. Uh, are you having a nice time, Ian? Excellent time, thank you very God, much. Are you having a quiet oh. time? Yeah. Um, what's going on now, Steve? Uh, I'm not sure. Mm. I, I guess it's time for the reviews, isn't it? Sorry, we're rattling on with the show. Tonight. I'm having too good a time and my, um, my jingles aren't keeping up. I think that was pretty seamless. Thanks. <laughs> One Life Left Reviews. Who has been playing a video game this week and why? I've been playing uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Which um, Is Lindsay Lohan in it? Not that I've seen so far, actually. I'm still early on in it. I got further than I did when I originally came down on PlayStation 2, which because um, I got as far as that in um, getting on the BMX, which is the first thing that you do, and then I fell into a skate park and couldn't get out, couldn't bunny hop out <laughs> of it, and left the man there for for ages. Um, uh, for seven years. Seven years, yeah. I should explain what it is. It's a, um, it's like Skyrim, man, but it's... No. Is it anything like Hearthstone? <laughs> it is. It is like Hearthstone in as much as um, you play a character. Um, it's not like Hearthstone. No, uh, it was the third game in the third, in the GTA 3 series. Um, and I'm playing on Android on that, <laughs> that thing I showed off last last week. Oh, and it runs very well on it, actually. We've got dual analog sticks um, and uh, I got past the skate bit didn't fall in and now I'm graffitiing walls of a fiction, fictional Los Angeles so uh, Brilliant. I'm looking forward to playing it yeah I'm uh, about an hour in so far it looks great plays well on Android stands the test of time all these years does it? it, ha- it does well feel... I mean you need to knock it down I think some of the audio might be slightly compressed which will take it down a, a, a mark or two um, it's a little bit offensive so I think which was fine off. back in the day but now things are different then Anne different you know that was no, just known as bawdy behaviour but now it's <laughs> when you could say what you want about <laughs> exactly, PR girls exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no it's, uh, it's it plays really well on an Android device that's got dual analogue sticks so um, yeah I'm, I'm going to be getting my teeth stuck into that for the next two weeks you are still using that device I know imagine <laughs> <laughs> after one week yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah 7 out of 10 good one um, I've been playing uh, Alpha Beats which is it's not out yet is it what you're from Guys, the future hold on the future this isn't a review this is a pre- preview with a score with a score which makes it a review oh does it yeah is that the difference it is the difference yeah. is this our friend Teddy D's game oh yeah do we have to disclose everything so we know Teddy D yeah. he's a friend he okay. emailed us and said do you want to play this said yeah I was eating whilst playing it okay uh, I think I had do you know what I had a jacket potato whilst I was eating okay. it and was that provided you by Teddy D no I bought that with my own okay. money okay but this isn't the first uh, Teddy D game that's been on the show either. We reviewed oh, Shove Pro. Oh, yeah, we did. A little while ago. I don't ago. remember what I was eating when I played that. Do you remember what score we gave it? Um, yeah, it was a 7 out of 10. Okay. 7, 7, out, of 7 10. out of 10. So we have history with Teddy D. Yeah. He was on the show. You'll have heard him on the GDC shows yeah. as well. Uh, this is a lovely game. Uh, it's so... It's a, it's billed as being like Scrabble meets DDR. 
And uh, so what you have is a little paddle at the bottom of the screen that you move um, left and right. Um, and letters drop down in time to the music. The music is all really, really lovely. Um, and what you do is you move the paddle along to collect a letter and then you move it along to collect the next letter, which uh, and, and the aim is to start spelling out words and then collecting words. And you have power up so you can, uh, before you start uh, collecting a word, you can uh, do a little uh, motion which will give you a double word score on that word. Uh, you can explode all of the letters on screen off the screen and you can do something else, which I've got. Uh, but yeah, it's really lovely. It's spelling and music and scoring points. I felt good when I was playing it. <laughs> that was also because I was eating a jacket potato. Which was really <laughs> delicious. <laughs> uh, yeah, so very good. I would definitely check it out when uh, it comes out. I have it on iPhone. I don't know what else it's going to be out on. Probably just it look out? into it. Don't know. Right. Okay. That's very helpful. Like, so let's say next week. I reckon okay. it's next week. <laughs> so by the time this show is out on podcast, it'll be out. So this week? This week, that's what I mean. Yeah, this week. Good. Yeah, so thanks, Teddy. Seven out of ten for your game. Ian. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, I, I accidentally uh, demoed Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, the adventure game, the scum game, to right. a bunch of South Korean undergraduate cultural studies students last week. You do get to into some scrapes. So it was. I, didn't know what it, I had like an hour, an hour to kill. Right. I'd run through all my A material, right. and they said, what's your favourite game? Uh, and, and I didn't have my favourite game with me, so I had my second favourite game, which was that. It's brilliant. I don't know if you like it. Still brilliant. It's, it's, the, it's the opening scene where he keeps falling through the ceiling and falling through the ceiling. It's very, very good. It's a powerful piece of work. <laughs> so, well, I mean, seven out of ten. What were you? Uh, what format were you showing it off on? I was showing it on Scum VM, okay. running on uh, running on a Mac. It's been a while since I played it. I've downloaded uh, the update to Monkey Island. Mm. Yeah, did you not like Monkey Island? It's all not like I, the update. I, I I think that the, the Fate of Atlantis is the best of the Scum games. I think it's they reached the absolute sort of pinnacle with that. So what what is it about it? Uh, it's the, it's the funniest. I think I think it's the funniest. I think it's the it does a lot of slapstick, so it's not just kind of verbal comedy. It's lots of people falling over and things falling, you know, um, suitcase, um, bookshelves falling on people's heads, that sort of thing. It's funny. It's like a Marx Brothers Indiana Jones video game thing. It's good. How can you play it these days? Get Scum VM and find a friend who's got an original copy okay, that you right. get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get it from the National Video Game Archive, which is right. where I got it from. Good. Uh, so we should we should go there, and uh, mm. and that's what I did last week when I played some emulated games on the show as well. Excellent. It's an from, it's live from the National Video Game Archive. It's important that memory institutions like this exist. I agree. <laughs> Steve, I've been playing 50 short games. <laughs> what? I've been playing 50 short games. Right. Did you play all of them? No, I've only played seven of them so far, but they are all brilliant. How many or at left? least... Uh, 50 minus 7 is 43. Uh, 50 Short Games is a compilation of 50 Short Games by the Catamites. Uh, my, one of my favourite developers. You can see their work at HarmonyZone.org. And you can actually find a link to buy 50 Short Games, which is um, their first commercial work. It costs €4. Euros. Is it Euros or Euro? Europe's. Euro. Europe's. Four yeah. Europe's. Costs four Europe's for 50 games. Now, I haven't done the math. Is it math or mathematics? <laughs> Europe's. <laughs> I haven't done the Europe's, but that is that works out a very small mm. amount of Europe's per game. Um, from the FAQ, the FAQ, on uh, 50 short games, 
You, holy snakes, I can't believe it. Do I really get a whole 50 completed video games by exchanging a mere four of my dollars? Or euros, maybe it was. No, it was euros, Europe's. The answer is yes, it's true. 50 magic games spanning genres as diverse as action, treasure hunter, essay, and miscellaneous. 50 great games, each an opportunity to laugh and love again. A magic packet of 50 games, equivalent to 10,000 hours of entertainment and full of jokes and surprises to delight young and old. This doesn't sound like a review to me, Steve. It sounds like some sort of promotion. So how long did it take you to play those seven games? Uh, It took me maybe three or four minutes each. Uh, Is that because you're good at them? It's because these are games where skill is not necessarily an object. It's more about exploration and finding out what on earth these things mean. They are scrappy. They are interesting. They are genuinely brilliantly written at times. I mean, uh, the, the text in them is fantastically written. They're all interesting. They all made me think, or at least seven of them did. And I can't recommend it highly enough. Steve? Yes. It said in the blurb, yes. makes you, it will make you laugh and love again. Mm. Did you love again, Steve? I did. I, I think this is the sort of thing that can make you love video games again. It is like nothing else. But did I, it just make you love Steve? Did, did you feel love? I always love Steve. <laughs> I, I do. I think, I think it's one of his games. Yeah, genuinely. I genuinely think that uh, one of the most relaxing video games you could play. Anyway, definitely go and buy that. HarmonyZone.org will take you to a link to 50 Short Games. Uh, Also, thanks to Simon Carlos and his Twitter feed. Have you seen this? Games We Care About? Yes, I've been looking at that. You follow it, don't you? Uh, I got it off that, and that's an excellent place to find out about new games. Is that it for the review section? That's it. All right. We have done 53. Good. More than any other radio show. Exactly. (laughs) This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is the greatest radio station in the world. That's right. If you listen to us as a podcast, you're missing out because I cut out all of the good things. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't. Oh, caretaker Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Thanks, Ben. Ben, we love you. Uh, Resonance is a brilliant radio station. If you want to donate money to Resonance FM, you can go to the website, www.resonancefm.com. There's a donate button there. It requires on your donations, it requires your donations to keep going. So please do that. Or you you can come in here. There's a cash donation box uh, literally there. It's just right in front of me. (laughs) It's not got a lot in it, has it? Exactly. Anne, what are you doing on Wednesday night? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be at Develop. I'm not going to be at Develop. I'm going to be at Develop. I'm talking you're, twice. You're doing a talk. Doing two talks. I'm doing a talk and a debate about what is indie. Oh, yeah, do let us know your findings. I will do, actually, yeah. We're going to open up a Wikipedia page Brilliant. and type it directly in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be fact by the end of it. Excellent. What are you doing? Uh, on Wednesday evening, uh, along with Lee Alexander and Dan Marshall, I am hosting the Golden Tea Bags. It's the Indie Game Awards at Develop, but not at Develop, but at Develop. Don't we host the Golden Tea Bags? Well, isn't this the second time you've gone solo in recent weeks? <laughs> well, to be honest, guys, I'm picking up your slack. Steve, you can't make it because you're out of the country. That's Simon, true. you said you couldn't make it, but now it turns out you can. No, I'll be around. I'm not going to be around for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show my face. Turn up for the good bit. <laughs> you know, I'll come and you know, press the flesh, talk to the fans. <laughs> what, what, what to, I've be, got... to be fair, when, when you asked... Um, Anne, earlier, if she wanted to go to your talk, what did she say? <laughs> she said she didn't want to, yeah. No, I said I would like to go to your talk, but you I do, just don't, don't want, want to. <laughs> <laughs> so the Golden Tea Bags, what are they? Uh, they are awards for that are given to indie game uh, developers. It, I don't know. Dan's doing all the award okay. stuff. And this is at the Games by the Sea event, yes. isn't it? On Wednesday night. Yeah, thank goodness you know some stuff tickets, about Tickets. I, I do keep abreast of the industry. Um so uh, tickets are they gone? Have they for that? Have Can they, people come? There were still some tickets when I looked earlier. I think there were different tickets where one comes yeah. with a free drink from Alex at Sheridan's. Nice. Oh, but nice. If, if you need me on the night, and I'll be next to Alex and Sheridan's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is this an event to rival the Game City Prize? Uh, well, I mean, it sounds like you've, you've launched a direct competition. I mean, indirect competition. It is judged by Dan Marshall himself. <laughs> it? It and like only Dan. It's got more free drinks, I think, than the Game City Does Prize. Does it? What oh. do you get for the Game City Prize? What's the prize? Because for Marshall's awards, it's a tea bag he has sprayed golden. So you cannot use it because the, the spray that he uses is poisonous. Yes. So he's giving you like a, a tea bag with minus amounts of value. Right. Uh, £10 book token. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. So you should, we, we should be... go in for this. We should we? go in for this. <laughs> I'd love to know what Darren Aronofsky thinks about down, left, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have you rehearsed that? Do you know what you're doing on Wednesday night? Are you going to wing it? We're gonna, we are not going to wing it. No, no. Professionals don't wing it, okay. Simon. They go in for a, a solid event. Right. They turn up, act like pros, probably have a bit of a chat about it beforehand. Uh, it's going to be good. It'll be a fun time. Down by the sea. See you there. Uh, Steve, what are you doing? Oh, you, you're, you're going elsewhere, aren't I'm you? I'm going to Finland for uh, Illusion, which is a video game conference there. And I'm going to right. be speaking. And Ian, you're going to be in Brighton as well, aren't you? Yeah, I'd like to come to this thing on Wednesday night now. Yes! Can oh. I come? We'll get you in. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, Simon will get you in. Yeah, no, it'll be good. So uh, what are you looking forward, da- forward to down in, uh, down in Brighton? Oh, the thing on Wednesday night. Just that yeah, 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 no, it's all about that for me. Specifically, yeah. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, I think my talk's going to be good. I've um, been analysing... And is, Mike, is Mike going to be there? Mm. He was going to be Mike there, but now apparently he's not because he's being interviewed. <laughs> Typical Biff 
it's which is right. what I will put in the talk. Typical mm. I got an email off the organisers going, "Hey Simon, uh, just want to let is it all right if I um, some people have emailed and said that they that, um, that they that they that they want to do interviews? Do you mind if I hook them up?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. I can't see why anybody would interview me." And he went, "Oh no, 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 not you. Uh, they want to talk to Mike Bithell." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we nice. showed um, we were talking to some students uh, earlier on this year about the Golden Eye directors commentary thing that we did. It was a Golden Eye, it's amazing. Golden Eye. Talking about Game City Martin's going to be there. So I heard. I heard Mike Bithmore's going to be there too. So he's, 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 he's a bit of a thing. He is, he genuinely yeah. Well, I will be analysing him at two o'clock on Wednesday if he's going to be there. Is Martin going to be at Game City? I hope so, yeah. He did an amazing thing last year. Interesting. So what? Yeah. Yeah. Smoked, in a, <laughs> smoked in a... Dressed up as a zombie <laughs> as far as we know. He did, he did the, um, the, uh, the Aim for Love game yeah. on Marcus Square. Anyway, we have had a good time. Thank you so much yes, for coming thank on Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, do come back. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday and in Nottingham. So we should go to gamecity.open.gamecity.org. Yep. And the rest of you, we will see in two weeks' time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.